you're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hi there, my name's Ross Crawford. I'm the editor of the Redditch Standard and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. Today in the studio, we have my colleagues from sales, Wayne and Steve. Hi there. And we've got uh, Claire, of course, who's doing our sound. But our guest this week is none other than Paul Hughes from the Palace Theatre who's looking fairly exhausted after a, uh, after a stupendous panto time. How did panto go, Paul? Well, it was a phenomenal success. It went down really, really well with uh, the people of Redditch. I think over the four-and-a-half-week run, we got through about 18,300 people. So we did about 93% of the available wow. seats. So that's incredible. That's why we're a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> We've all turned into pumpkins. That's what's happened. That's right. And you're here to talk about, uh, what, this forthcoming season. But, of course, January's almost over because you've been, you've been recovering from Panto, haven't you? Well, we had, we had about just under two weeks recovery period we we finished panto on the 6th 5th 5th of january um, and we restarted on the 17th of january so we had a little bit of a little bit of a recovery period and then we launched straight back into it well that's right and it's a great show i, I know that on saturday we had we three kings didn't we yes with a uh what would we have elvis and uh, buddy holly and roy orbison and that seemed to go down really well. Another full house. Fantastic. So that was great. Good, good, um, good reception. So that was uh, brilliant. Yeah, people seem to be enjoying that. Yeah, and uh, well, up and coming, I'm just looking at your, your programme here. We've got, uh, and this is one of my favourite theatre companies because they did Joseph and the Amazing Ten- Technicolor Dreamcoat last year. Last October, yeah. And it's dynamic, it's dynamic theatre and they're doing Oliver. They are. They are. We're looking forward to that. We've um, we put a few little... Um, video clips of their rehearsals up on the theatre's Facebook page. So people want to see the the sort of sound quality and uh, them in rehearsals, have a look at that. Um, The girl who played the narrator is playing Nancy and she's just got a stunning voice, lovely Lauren. Um, And I'm sure that we're going to be in for a fantastic week with Oliver. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I remember last year, I thought it it was better than the West End because... The Palace is such an intimate theatre, and you were right there. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, you're, you're drawn right in, aren't you, at the Palace? That's, that's one of the lovely things about it. There isn't really a bad seat in the house. It's very intimate, and you can get involved, and it really does draw you in, and that's one of the most beautiful things about the building, that it does get you involved. And the thing about Oliver, it's, it's a great show as well, isn't it? It's not like the... the I mean, it's it's like the the Dickens novel on speed, isn't it? It's it's just really it, yes, it up. is. And everybody knows the songs. They all know food, glorious food. Consider yourself. I'm reviewing the situation. They're all fabulous numbers that everybody knows. Um, Papa, set in the pub where they're uh, trying to get Oliver away. If he needs me, that's very sad and poignant. It's got something for everybody. It's just a fantastic show. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait. I know I'll be going, and it's on, well, let me see, Wednesday, February the 5th to Saturday the 8th, isn't it? That's right, yeah. And, and tickets yeah. are, well, they're £18 for, which is a bargain compared to the West End. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, good value. Uh, absolutely, and it's going to be a cracker. Um, moving on, I mean, this is a packed programme you've got here, 
and I don't know how we do it. <laughs> I don't know how you do it either. It's like the TARDIS. You know, it's a lot bigger on the on the inside than it looks from the outside with all the uh, shows it's got in. And obviously, you, there are no more tickets for sale now because Simon Reeve, TV star, BBC Two, travelogue chap, he sold out as well. Yeah, he's sold out before Christmas. Um, I think, obviously, his programme on the Americas captured people's imagination. And uh, I think that um, people like to come and see these people in the flesh. You, you see them on the television, you get a, a feel for what they're like. Um, but there's something um, sort of more intimate, again, about actually seeing somebody live and hearing them talking about uh, their life and their adventures. Well, that's right, because, I mean, I think he's following a well-worn path as well, because you had Lucy Worsley last year that's and right. Dan Snow, didn't you? Yes, we did, yeah. Yeah, we're trying to, we're trying to get these people as they, they come along, because um, they're popular, you know, and people want to, to see them. I mean, we'd quite like to get um, old Ant Middleton, you know, from the SAS, yes. but he's playing bigger venues at the moment, so maybe when he's not quite so busy... Um, training the SAS people, we might get him on a on a tour, hopefully. But uh, keep our ears to the ground on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we talked about uh, surviving the Irish onslaught because you've got Sheila's mental health show as well coming up as uh, in the studio. In the studio, yeah. yes. This is um, this is the fifth time that she's um, been to us. Um, she does a very uh, interesting show, and obviously with. Uh, a lot more interest in mental health, public, the uh, issues that people have with it, and the sort of um, getting people to talk more about it so it's not so stigmatised. She presents it in an in a interesting and, and funny way. Um, and, I mean, she's actually a, a, a mental health counsellor, so um, it's an interesting evening, and I would recommend it to anybody if you can survive the Irish onslaught. <laughs> With it. She's she's a very bubbly lady. She is indeed, and she brings along uh, her companion, this 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 lady who gives you a bear hug as yes. well. Yeah. So not only yeah. do you get your ticket, but you, you get you get a bit of solace and comfort you at get the same solace time. And, that's right. That's what you, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's this, all good. This lovely, lovely hug as well. Um, and I, I know I, I talked to you this before, but you've got. This, this, this chat, Great Balls of Fire, the music of Jerry Lee Lewis. I love the music of Jerry Lee Lewis. And uh, tell me a bit about... Uh, well, he's a, he's, a, he's a boogie with He's a bit before my time, but... Um, this is a new show. This is time as well. I mean, it's a, it's, a new, it's a new show for us, so we're not quite sure um, what to expect at the moment. It comes from the uh, Lynn Steele stable, who... who usually brings us sort of fairly annually the uh, Roy Orbison show. So we're expecting great things from it um, because they do a, a high-class production. Um, and I think, I think, you know, you like that sort of boogie-woogie rock piano sort of uh, evening. I think it, it should be a good one. It should be a good one. We're, we're dipping our toe in the water with this as it's a new venture from them. So, and we want to try something different. You know, you can, there's only so many Elvises and Roy Orbisons you can have, so... Let's give Jerry Lee Lewis a go, you know. Well, he was a phenomenon in his, in his time, in his wasn't day. he? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was a bit controversial as well, wasn't absolutely, he? Absolutely, yes. With uh, numerous wives. With numerous <laughs> young ladies, <laughs> I believe, yeah, yeah. But my goodness, he could play the piano. Oh, 
no doubt about that. You could see the sparks coming off his fingertips when he got going. Yes, yeah, that's right. And uh, I mean, I love seeing these BBC Four on a Friday night. It's got this, you know, these old music shows, and not a week goes past, but you know, Jerry Lee Lewis will be appearing with you know some of the greats. That's it. That's it. Greats. And I mean, you've got comedy as well. You've got. Great shows, Magic and Motown. I'm looking at here. That's always a popular one. I think I think that's done sort of about 270 seats so far. So, yeah. if uh, you're interested in a bit of Motown magic, come along to that. It's a it's a great night out. Fantastic, fantastic. And oh, oh I mean, I've got to give a shout out here to Aswood Bank Operatic Society. Oh, Orpheus in the Underworld. Orpheus in the Underworld. A bit of a uh, bit of the Can Can going on in there. Exactly. I know Steve Skinner. He's a great bloke. He's directing he it. Yes, he's directing it. We're, we're going back to the Greek time of the Greek gods. Yes. That's a, it's meant to be a bit racy as well. Yes. Yeah, they, I think there's, a, there's a, a scene down in, down in Hades or hell to uh, people who aren't quite sure what's going on. Um, and that's where I think we actually get the can-can and there's sort of mistaken identities and it, it follows the, the story of Orpheus trying to get his... Wife back from uh, from Hades himself, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it's it is a comic opera, and it's got great tunes in it. Uh, an older, you know, an, an older sort of uh, uh, show, but well worth coming to see. They usually do a cracking production, actually. Aswood Bank, they well, good quality. I, I I agree with that. Um, and the great thing about well, it's music's by Offenbach. It is nineteenth uh, century, but everyone knows the Can Can. They do. And they'll have some young can-can dancers there, so it's well worth going probably just for that. <laughs> no, 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 no. And uh, it's a great story. I think everyone knows the story. Um, and the way it's told, the lib- libretto? Libretto, yeah. I've it's, got the uh, right yeah, word. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a cracker. And a that's... light-hearted evening, yeah. It's, it's a comic opera, I so. Yeah, and Abos, Abos, they're, they're great. They're a group troupe. And they've got some great people singing. They have. They've got uh, a, a good cast put together. Excellent cast. They'll have a live orchestra. And that's... Uh, I'm reading the dates here. That's from March the 11th to the that's 14th. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be... Uh, it's described here as Offenbach's naughty French romp through Greek mythology. There we go. And, we're, and we'll have left, left the EU, so we're going to back, go back to it in March <laughs> um, for a bit, of, uh, a bit of French comedy. Ooh la la. Yeah. Ooh la la. Yeah. Another return uh, booking is, is Richard Digans. Yes, he's a regular, he's, isn't he? he yeah, he's uh, he's coming back to the um, to the studio. Um, we have him fairly regularly. Um, we keep thinking it's it's like these um, return tours. You know, mm-hmm. he um, comes back to he's a, he's a great raconteur, great storyteller, and he's got some fantastic. Uh, fantastic songs, a bit in the sort of Jake Thackeray sort of mode, um, and uh, he does a he does a good show. He does okay. a good show. It's well worth trekking up the stairs to the studio to come and see him. Yeah. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here because Uh-oh. obviously you've got Simon Simon Reeves, who's a sellout, and uh, coming up you've got the fantastic Francis Rossi uh, from Status Quo. Status Quo, yes. Who's, who's coming to? Uh, is he going to play or is he going to talk? I think. I think. There's a bit of both right. from from memory, but I think it's more more a talk a talk show than a 
heavy <laughs> than a three chord <laughs> rock and roll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's sort of more about his life and and what they what they got up to and um I think he's also um sort of promoting his his new book in it as well uh, about the the life of uh, a rock star but I think it'll be interesting because you never you never you can't always get close to these these people when you when you attend a concert they're usually in these huge venues and you know if you're in somewhere like the um uh what is it now the genting arena or whatever they're calling it now you know and you're sitting sort of halfway back you know these people look like little ants on the stage but here at the palace you'll get a get a good view and close contact and uh you can even meet him we've got vip meet and greet so if you want to catch up with him and have a photo and get a selfie you can uh, you can do that with your uh, rock hero so well that's right good um, stuff it, the legendary status quo lead singer i mean I, that says it all doesn't it, it four does. words yeah absolutely yeah. five words even gosh <laughs> can't count <Who's> counting <laughs> <laughs> what am i that's enough of me gosh yes can't count and there's rumors that adele is, is going to be uh, releasing a new a new album here you've got uh, the adele songbook as well so there's something for all ages coming yes in. we've got we've got something for everyone i mean at the end of uh, end of february on on leap year day because we've got the 29th haven't we this year because we're saturday, in a leap year saturday the 29th yeah. um for the younger the younger girls we've got a little mixed tribute um, and for people of a, um, a sort of 20s and 30s, the Adele sort of uh, uh, show. And for people who like the 80s, we all great music in the 80s. That's all the all the sort of music I used to used to to know. We've we've got uh, 80s mania coming, so that should be a good one too. Uh, so plenty of plenty of different uh, eras to enjoy musically at the palace as well. Yeah, I, I'm going to turn the clock back here because you've got a gig by the foundations. Well, yes, that that's that is going back a bit. Again, before my time. <laughs> <laughs> you youngster, my God. I can't believe I'm that old. Ah. And Herman's Herman's hermits as well. Later they're on, they're as coming. Well. Are they? They're coming. Yeah, they're sort of. I think they're towards the end of the summer, so they're they're popping up. Yeah, wow. so it's something for everybody. I tell you, the thing that, that leaps out of me uh, is. Uh, Welsh wrestling. Where on earth does Welsh wrestling come into the palace? Well, it's it's something that we've done sort of for a couple of years now um, because there isn't quite so much of it on the telly. It used to be on every Saturday, didn't it? it you used did, to have the sport. Yes. You used to have See, people, you are old. People like, yeah, Dad, <laughs> what was it? Um, I want to say Daddy somebody. What was this? The Big Daddy, Giant Haystacks, yeah, yeah. all those sort of Mick people. McManus, I remember. Mick, yes, yeah. And and it's just a good family night out. People seem to really enjoy seeing people being slammed to the deck. Yeah. Uh, they they put in a put in a, a wrestling ring and do a few bouts. There's going to be all all the grannies in the, the front yeah, row, you know, and the f- foam fingers and all this kind of business. <laughs> it's all it's something different. It's a different form of entertainment. Maybe not not normally seen in the theatre, but they fit on our stage. People seem to enjoy it, so we. Uh, we give it a go. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> sounds sounds bizarre, but it sounds great. <laughs> and I, I'm still flicking through here, and you're you're sort of ending the season with two great, great gigs. Um, you've got Studley Operatic Society doing Guys and Dolls. 
yes. great show. Again, another great musical, um, fantastic numbers. Everybody knows the uh, the love story between the uh, gambler Sky Masterson and uh, he falling in love with his Salvation Army sort of sweetheart. That's right. Um, and obviously all the all the things in between, sort of trying to find a, a place to hold their, what they call their crap game and shooting dice. Um, and again, you know, fabulous, fabulous songs. Luck Be A Lady Tonight, probably one of the most popular. Um, great music. And again, fantastic for another local society uh, coming in, using the venue. Um and we think that'll be a, another popular another popular week. You know, the, they'll all be there in their sort of like trilby hats, American yeah. gangster type. Yeah, yeah, the fedoras. The fedoras, yeah, yeah that's fantastic. It. Should and be then, good. And then the season ends with the Beach Boys, and they are a band of my era. Uh, I love, I love. That kind of dates me, doesn't it? They the had Beach they Boys. had some great great songs, didn't they? Of their yeah. time, they're still still popular. Again, harking back, it's a it's a tribute show. So. Yeah. Um, bring your surfboards. Absolutely, we go yeah. surfing USA <laughs> <laughs> here in Redditch, you know. And, and we started with the panto, and and we end with uh, uh, the Easter panto. You got an Easter? Panto yes, we've got well. an Easter panto. We've been we've been doing that for about three years now. We're doing the Wizard of Oz, so we'll be journeying down the yellow brick road. Um, I can announce that uh, playing the Wizard will be Basil Brush. Boom, boom. He's, I remember Basil, Basil Brush, Brush as well, yeah. We all remember Basil Brush. Cool. Mr. Even Derek passed away. He passed away, yes, a week or so ago, two yeah. weeks ago. Um, so Basil, Basil will be playing the wizard. We've got uh, Barney Harwood um, as the Tin Man. Kerry Katona really? is coming wow. as the Wicked Witch of the West. Fantastic. Um, so some great casting um, and... It'll be very exciting for Easter, I'm sure. So come along and uh, join us in the merry old land of Oz. Yeah, well, I, I will certainly be going along just to see Basil. Be just a good to one. see Basil Brush. <laughs> uh, I've been a fan for ages. And uh, Paul, I know um, there was something about... You need some pipe pullers as well, don't you, at the palace? Yeah, we we need um, we're looking for some uh, bar volunteers at the moment. We have a small band who keep the uh, audience uh, watered while they're at the theatre. But we've got a very small pool, and with the number of shows that we're doing, um, it's proving to be a bit of a strain to keep the uh, keep the bar going during the uh, pre-show and intervals. So if there's anybody out there who would be interested in pulling pints at the palace, there's something to say when you've had a few, <laughs> few to drink, isn't it? Um, if they wanted to get in contact with our front of house manager, Owen Goodgame, um, via email or call the box office to speak to him, um, and he'll talk them through what we're looking for. Um, obviously, you've got to be over 18 to, uh, to apply uh, and... We look forward to welcoming new people to the volunteer palace family, which is uh, sort of a good social experience. You fight off the uh, the uh, thirsty hordes, um, but yes, we we are sort of looking for new volunteers in that area. So we'd be grateful, uh, and we'd look forward to receiving some response to that uh, plea. <laughs> well, that's right. And, uh, and although you can't pay them, you're giving them invaluable 
experience, aren't you? That's right. And there's the social aspect of it as well. And, um, you know, people coming out and uh, joining the, just joining basically the palace, the palace family. So, um, yes, it's good for work experience, maybe, if people want that. It's always useful to put on their CV, you know, that they've uh, done that, they're moving onwards. Um, and uh, we'd be delighted to welcome them into our, into our fold. Fantastic. Paul, I, I mean, I, I just can't get over the breadth of, of shows that you've got you know, in, in this quarter, in, in this season. It's just amazing. Well, if you, if you remember when we did the one at the, uh, uh, for the autumn, uh, you said, how are you going to get through all of those? I said, well, I don't know. It'll be the last man standing. <laughs> and we're still standing. So <laughs> and we're up to it. Again, we're just about to start the summer brochure. We're just putting the summer brochure together now. Um, so that, that'll be out sort of March time. Right. So there'll be another whole host of shows, some of which are listed already on the back of that brochure. Um, so again, look out for some uh, fantastic productions coming up through the summer. Okay, that's great. And if anybody hasn't seen the brochure, it's available, of course, at the Palace. We've got lots of copies in our reception. You have. I've just restocked you. You've just restocked <laughs> us. And obviously, it's all available online. It's all available online. At yeah. uh, www.redditchpalacetheatre.co.uk. That's it. You can, of course, call the Palace on 01527 65203. And, well, it's all happening, isn't it? It is. It is. We're going. We like. We like. The, we like um, the analogy of the swan. Above the water, we're gliding serenely down the river, but underneath, the feet are paddling at a hundred miles an hour. Um, but yes, it's it's great, and we we enjoy uh, providing the entertainment, and we we think people seem to be enjoying it. So long may that continue, and long may people continue to support the. Uh, the theatre and local entertainment, that's uh, all we can say. Well, absolutely. I, for one, will certainly be there. Um, thanks for coming in. I know you're going to stick around. Just to round up the, uh, the show, uh, just a few news items that are going to appear in this week's paper. Um, Woodrow First School. Uh, it's a fantastic school. I'll, I'll admit I'm biased to, towards Woodrow First School because I'm a governor there. Um, but they're raising a... Well, they've started a uh, GoFundMe campaign to repair their swimming pool. Uh, they've got a swimming pool? They've got a swimming pool. Well, there you go. I never knew that. That's something I've learned today. Absolutely. I, I think Woodrow could be the only first school in Redditch that's actually got a pool. I may be mistaken. Well, that's, that's fantastic, isn't it, for the pupils? Get a, an early start in learning to swim. Yeah, well, it's, it's a vital life skill, isn't it, I think? Certainly, it certainly is. And, of course, they've got the big Woodrow Pond outside there as well, so you don't want to be falling into that and not being able to swim, do you? Really? Well, that's right, that's right. Unfortunately, this, this swimming pool, it's, it's, been, it's been going for a few years and it needs repairs. It's beginning to leak. And, uh, oh, no. They've, they've launched a fund to try and raise £30,000 to repair it. Um, so it's a really ambitious target, and they're hoping that... Uh, the people, the ordinary people of Redditch will, will, will chip in, will contribute, but also some bigger companies might uh, might get involved to help them out. Well, maybe maybe a bit like um, Nick Knowles, SOS, you know, maybe contributing kind with tiles or uh, cement or whatever they need to waterproof the uh, waterproof the pool and get it up to scratch. Those sort of things might be quite useful as well if big business is uh, 
in a giving mood, which we hope they are in the new year. Well, that's right. And, uh, uh, well, you know, more power to them. Like I say, I, I'm biased anyway. Um, but uh, we're really all getting behind this, this campaign. And, and hopefully for the children, for, the, for today's children and the children of the future, it can be done and repaired and they'll learn this important life skill. So will we be seeing you there with your water wings? Taking a, taking a plunge when it's all sorted. <laughs> it's, it's, that's quite interesting because when I was a wee boy in Dumfries, oh. I, uh, I learned, to, learned to swim when I was at primary school. Ah. And uh, I remember this, the swimming pool in Dumfries. It's, it's quite famous because uh, it's a 50-yard pool. And uh, it, was, it was made 50 yards because of, you know, again, we're going to talk about age here. Um, it was just before we all went metric. And the idea oh, was right, that, yes. uh, you know, they could, people could train on this, in this pool. And then, of course, um, all, the, all the, the, the measurements changed and 50 metres became the standard size. <laughs> so that uh, poor old Dumfries was left with his 50-yard pool. Uh, well, you've got to start somewhere, haven't you? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I, I started off with a float... Going backwards and forwards, doing widths. Oh, I remember uh, those. Used to put them out in front of you and kick your legs kick to get like to the hell, other side. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. Yes, and also like the life-saving awards. I used to do those when I was at school. Yeah. Used to tie the ends of your pajama legs up and jump in and make a float. <laughs> all that sort of thing. So it's a sort, it's good stuff. It's good life skills. That's right. So that's right. It's, it's well worth uh, repairing and getting going. I think. Yeah, particularly with uh, I think the Kingsley Pool. I mean, it's been out of action for a long time. Yeah. The Abbey Stadium pool is uh, is oversubscribed. Certainly is difficult to get in. Um, another story we're doing is uh, is one about a chap called Simon Preston. There's something called Jack's Law. I don't know if you've heard of Jack's Law, Paul. It does ring a bell. You'll have to remind me. It's it's uh, uh, it's been a campaign run by a woman called Jack uh, Lucy Heard, whose uh, whose son Jack died uh, when he was very young, uh, just a youngster, and two or three years old, I gather. And she campaigned because she thought it was right and proper that parents of bereaved children should get uh, um, some time off to get over their, their bereavement. Right. And I Andrea Leadsom, the leader of the House, I think, no, that's Jacob Rees-Mogg. He's the father of the House. Andrea Leadsom, anyway, in yeah. Parliament, announced that Jack's law will become law in April, entitling bereaved parents to some time off work. Statutory time. Oh, that's a, that's a, I think that's a good a good idea, because bereavement is a is a difficult thing, and grief is something you have. If you have somebody who passes away, it's it's something that you can't get over immediately, and trying to deal with with your grief and the emotions on top of having to work and all the stress that you have with the families and the funerals, I think that's probably a good. A good idea to again when we talk about mental health it helps helps people not that you know it it can't it can't make everything better but it would it would help grieving parents yes. through that period i think so i i couldn't agree more and uh, simon and his wife colleen uh, they've been talking to us and so we've got a piece about their their own personal experience and how important jack's law is to them obviously it's too late for them yeah. Um, but for, for parents in the future, because unfortunately, you know, there will be parents who suffer such a devastating loss. Well, there was, there was the, um, the thing recently, wasn't there, in, in Leamington with the, the little three-year-old boy who'd had a brain tumour. But he was interested in motorcycles and like the, the noise of the engines. So they, the parents invited 
all the local bike groups to come and parade mm-hmm. through Leamington and rev their engines for the for the little lad, and that was quite interesting as a as a as a story and and help their his parents get through that that period as well. Yeah, that's right. I mean, there's nothing greater, I think, than than community. I'd... You can't you can't you can't beat it. And trying to build community bonds and strengths, uh, I think, is is all to the good because it's far too easy for people to uh, shut their doors when they get home and just ignore what's going on outside. It's very easy to be insular. And I think the more people we can get involved in the community, the better we can make our places to live and work. There we go. You heard it here from Paul, and I couldn't agree more. Um, Paul, you've been a fantastic guest. Thanks to uh, to Claire for doing all our sound. Also to Stephen Wayne for, for listening in. Uh, my name's Ross Crawford. I'm the editor of the Redditch Standard. Uh, you can contact us on... You can contact me even on 01527 You can email me at ross.crawford at bulletinmedia.com or at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk. Don't forget to... Check out all your news at www.redditstandard.co.uk. And Claire tells me we've got some fantastic videos on our website. So check them out on Facebook and on our website. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. (laughs)